Welcome to the Course in Miracles podcast. Course in Miracles podcast. We are rocking and rolling. We're all the way up to lesson 90. So this would be, I guess, lesson 91. Lesson 91.5 would be the quarter waypoint. So we're just about a quarter of the way there. And we are doing great. Apologize, apologies about the Spotify thing. I don't know what to do. I email the company, and they tell me there's no problem. And then, and then it's funny the the download numbers will dwindle. They'll go down to like 50 an episode, and then there'll be there'll be one episode where like 300 are downloaded, and that's downloaded, and that's that's Spotify uh, playing catch up. I think it's what is what's happening. So. I have no control over that. I've done my best, and I'm just going to turn that one over to God. The only thing, the, the 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 place where I would be at fault is in not doing the lesson. So this is something I'm just really trudging away at in the 12-step program. It talks about trudging the path to to happy destiny, and that's what this is. I'm, I'm trudging. There's an element of trudging to spirituality. Chop wood, carry water. I've been reading uh, I, Reality and Subjectivity by Dr. David Hawkins. What a mind-blowing, mind-blowing book, particularly page, or I just read pages 116 through like 120, and he is he's talking about the 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 far the far right versus the far left thing and traditional far left revolts over the course of history and versus traditional far right revolts uh, over the course of history and this is you know pre this is was written well before what you see happening phenomenologically now in the world but basically what he says is that the 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 far left basically relies on trick trickery and lawsuits to bring people down and which you know would be commonly referred to as quote unquote cancel culture currently and that then opens the door for the far right to come in and the far right is more about just wholesale slaughter and so it's really interesting to see this sort of playing itself out with the sort of the um the the trans debate and what I think unfortunately gets overstepped in the debating is the average human being, the average human trans person that just wants to get along, that just wants to be loved and accepted. When it becomes politicized, that's when it becomes problematic. And I'm not going to say anything else about this. I am going to encourage you to read I, a Reality and Subjectivity and pay very close attention when you get to page 116, 115. Uh, it's absolutely fascinating to hear the way he discusses it because he doesn't discuss it in a charged way. If you get, if you get me going on the phenomenon, the current phenomenon unraveling or happening in the world, I might end up a little bit charged, as do most people. And Hawkins has this beautifully eloquent and brilliant way of articulating what is in fact happening without that ego charge. I, reality, and subjectivity is, I mean, one of the, if you understand the calibrated levels of consciousness, it is 
pretty much the highest calibrating book of in the history of all books. It is the the way that he is able to articulate the things that he does could only be described with one word. That word would be guess what? What that word would be God. That's right. I'm not going to say anything else on that. Again, take a couple of years of your life and devote it to Hawkins. I got into Hawkins in 2012, I believe. It's 2023, and I'm reading this book for probably the fourth time, and it just, it just never stops giving. And it just has this way of recontextualizing the human experience into one that results... It, the way he contextualizes the human experience can result in a person experiencing nothing shy of complete or total compassion for the human experience. This being a human is one of the hardest things that anyone in the entire universe could ever do. It's, it's seemingly impossible to just be a human, to just survive one day. There are trillions upon trillions of calculations that are happening inside of your body and reaction calculations and uh what's the word calculations and reactions chemical reactions and neurotransmitter communications in the in, in the trillions you have 50 trillion cells in your body approximately i believe 50 trillion cells and each one of them i think i venture to say that each one of those 50 trillion cells can pull off something like 100,000 chemical reactions per second, I think. It's something like that. It might not be that high, but it's, it's something in the vicinity of that. It might even be more. So if you have made it to A Course in Miracles podcast, consider yourself to be one of the most blessed human beings that could ever be in this seeming maelstrom and cacophony of... Seeming this seeming maelstrom milieu and cacophony of uh, interconnected and invisible patterns and conscious and subconscious calculations that are happening all the time. Read Hawkins and you'll know what I'm talking about if you just lost me, if I just lost you. Anyway, uh, check it out again and again and again. I'm might maybe his biggest fan. I might be as big of a fan of David Hawkins now as I was of Bad Religion in the 1990s. Talk about a mind-blowing body of work. The first first five Bad Religion albums, not the first first one, but there's like five Bad Religion albums that happened in a row in between the late mid to late 80s and early 90s that are just punk rock masterpieces. I don't know how high Bad Religion calibrates. I'm not sure. I will leave that up to you to perhaps discover. Punk rock in general calibrates very low. I do know that much. Anyway, enough about that. Lesson 90, reviewing lessons 79 and lessons 80. So lesson 79, let me recognize the problem so it can be solved. Let me realize today that the problem is always some form of grievance that I would cherish. So let me recognize today that the problem is always, always, not sometimes, always some form of grievance that I would cherish. 
Let me also understand that the solution is always a miracle with which I let the grievance be replaced. Today, I would remember the simplicity of salvation by reinforcing the lesson that there is one problem and one solution. The problem is a grievance. The solution is a miracle. And I invite the solution to come to me through my forgiveness of the grievance and my welcome of the miracle that takes its place. Specific applications of, the, of this idea might be in these forms. This presents a problem to me which I would have resolved. The miracle behind this grievance will resolve it for me. The answer to this problem is the miracle that it conceals. I was mentioning, I think it was yesterday, the episode before yesterday, the day before yesterday, about the, the, the pain in the ass uh, grocery store checkout girl. And, and I went in there today. And I saw her, and my the ego part of me that just loves to harbor grievances, I, I got into her line, even though her line was longer, just so I could see her cop attitude towards me so that I could practice forgiveness work on her. Now, if that isn't some ingenious little uh, narcissistic mechanism or narcissistic function of the ego, I don't know what is. And it was funny because I was doing it with complete self-awareness. I'm like, I hope this girl is mean to me again so that I can get angry, so that I can get over my anger, so that I can get closer to God. That is def- That is the definition of the ingeniousness of the narcissistic core of the ego right there. I want this person to get angry at me so I can get closer to God. So basically wishing unhappiness on them so I can get better, uh, closer to God. That, again, is the ego trick. But I got to the line, and she was pleasant, and, and we had a pleasant enough exchange. So I'm happy that she's happy, sort of. My ego's not, but my God self is. So anyway, uh, Let me recognize the problem so it can be solved. To reiterate, let me realize that the problem is always some form of grievance that I would cherish. Grievance that I would cherish. Let me also understand that the solution is always a miracle with which I let the grievance be replaced. Lesson 80. Let me recognize my problems have been solved. I seem to have problems only because I am misusing time. I believe that the problem comes first, and time must elapse before it can be worked out. I do not see the problem and the answer are simultaneous in their occurrence. This is because I do not yet realize that God has placed the answer together with the problem so that they cannot be separated by time. Wrap your head around that one. The Holy Spirit will teach me this if I will let him. Dave won't. The Holy Spirit will, if you will let him. And I will understand it is impossible that I could have a problem which has not been solved already. Right? So extreme example of this, Jesus is nailed to the cross, looks to his left, looks to his right. He sees those poor thieves on either side of him, and he says, join me in paradise today. I have a feeling that that would be a Course in Miracles interpretation of what was happening there. The problem and the solution were all in one. The problem is torture. The solution is paradise. Beautiful stuff. These forms of the idea will be useful for specific applications. I need not wait for this to be resolved. The answer to this problem is already given me if I will accept it. 
Time cannot separate this problem from its solution. Now, I gave the example, I believe, a couple days ago, maybe yesterday, of I was getting low on funds and rent is due, and I live in Southern California, and it's not cheap at all. And I have money coming in from my clients, but it hadn't come in yet because it's not the first. And sometimes they get sick, sometimes they space out, sometimes they don't pay me right away. But rent is due when rent is due. And then all of a sudden, like a few thousand dollars just was basically Venmo to me. Well, first I got a text and then I got a Venmo. But that was, let me, I, I decided what happened in the interim is that of, of realizing I only had a couple hundred bucks left and getting that money was that I chose not to worry. So I need not wait for this problem to be resolved. Let me recognize that my problems have been solved. Right? So that was a, a prime example of applying Course in Miracles principles in, in that is a prime example of, a, of using these principles in everyday life with a real circumstance involving money. So I, like, I sure do like to think that me practicing this course every day had something to do with that because I actively chose to stay out of the way to let go and let God and voila, there's my rent and then some. So then I went on Amazon and bought a bunch of stuff. And then today I went and signed up for Doctors Without Borders with the, uh, you know, the, the, the charity canvasser people that like flag you down in the street and get your credit card number right there. I used to be one of those people, so I understand how hard the work is. And I also understand that Doctors Without Borders uh, is a very, very, very good organization. And it is spoken of very highly, particularly by doctors themselves. So I have a doctor friend, and I texted her, and I said, hey, what do you think of Doctors Without Borders? She's like, it's amazing. I'm like, heck yeah. Well, I just gave them $25 a month on my way out from the grocery store where I was hoping that checkout girl would be mean, but she wasn't. So anyway, thank you all for listening. I love you all. God bless each and every one of you. Talk to you tomorrow on the Course of Miracles podcast. Bye-bye. God song, one, two, three, four. Before the ayahuasca, before the clear blue skies, and before the great awakening, there were demons disguised as angels in shiny foily packets containing China heroin. The cheapest vodka bottles, the filthy escapades, my morning hustle on the train. And the angels watching over me, the God that I could never see as I wandered alone through city streets. And the whores, the whores, the whores were my friends. The hookers and the junkies and the other deviants. They beat me to submission till I cast aside my demons and that's when it came. Show me
terms of my ways But may God bless you if you keep on by your bedside I hope it gets you to heaven one day